Hi, I'm Heather, Certified Transformational Life Coach and Meditation Instructor. And I'm Mary Catherine, a Certified Yoga Instructor and Truth Crusader. Welcome to The Naked Truth, a podcast for women who are ready to talk transparently about living this life as authentic women. Throw in the towel when it comes to pretending, covering up, and exhausting fake fronts and learn how to be and accept you. Each week and each season, we will discuss and break down topics that are profound, challenging, and mad real when it comes to the hearts of womankind from two women who passionately accept you right where you are. Because we've lived a little and we aren't afraid to share it. We're real, we're live, and we're women. Welcome to The Naked Truth. Good morning or good afternoon. Listen. Or good evening. Yes, exactly. You're listening to The Naked Truth Podcast. My name is Heather. And my name is Mary Catherine. And we're in season seven called Midlife, Now What? And if you have been following along, we have always started this season out with a song. And today we didn't. Today we did not. We did not. Sort of a long story short, we're in a we're in a different type of location setting that um yeah, long story short, Mary doesn't have her laptop. <laughs> so there you go. That and was an extremely long story shortened. Yeah. yeah. As readers digest. Yes. So she doesn't have her laptop, but it's okay because we've got a lot to say on this episode. Um, this episode we are talking about what's the official name of it, Mary Catherine? I was I, just going to say that the ones who have gone before us are lessons from those who have gone before us. Yes. How's that sound? How's that sound for a title? I think that that's exactly what we had in our outline. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we, um, we have gathered um, and also just just from experiencing since we're in midlife ourselves from experiencing life ourselves, and um and coming across the great wisdoms of those who have gone before us we each have a bit of a compilation of lessons that women great women who have experienced midlife and beyond um have have express to the world and we want to express them to you and share them to you because they spoke to us. Um, we're, we're all on the same train here and we're all headed toward that same ultimate destination. Um, and I think with it, when we are in midlife there, that, that is sort of when things take a turn and that we, we feel our mortality and we feel that change and we feel that there is something that comes over us. We've talked about it on several of our past episodes. There's something that comes over us that with every breath we take, we're aging and gosh, that sounds depressing, but <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. And we have the power now, no matter what age, to decide whether we resist that, whether we surrender to that, 
or lean into it. And um, it can truly be the best time of our lives because we we have these lessons. We have the lessons from our own mistakes and the mistakes of others that that in the end can really be our guiding post. So some of the lessons that, um, and actually I um, listened to a podcast, Julia Louis-Dreyfus has a podcast and it is called, and I just told Mary Catherine, and since my memory, middle age, um, here we go, is not what it used to be. It is called Wiser Than Me. And she has women on her podcast every single week um, talking about this, this very topic, just the experiences and the wisdom that comes with aging. And people um, go on her podcast to talk about um, the lessons that they want to share. Um, and this is not all from that podcast, but I do have just a few ideas from there. So the um, the first thing I want to talk about in the first lesson, and I feel like it's a lesson that that I um, that I have also learned just maybe in the last five years or so, but um, we we need connection, and um, perhaps most importantly. Um, I have learned and keep learning that connection is at the center of living and aging. And maybe we've all learned that a bit just in the last few years and what we've gone through with the, with the pandemic and such. But um, being lonely can be as damaging to our health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Oh my gosh. That... <laughs> yeah. And um, absolutely, isolation, isolation can. Um, and, and I got this. I found this. Isolation can increase the likelihood of early mortality by twenty six years. Um, so you know, uh, that is huge, huge. Um, the 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 dinners that you host, the phone calls that you make to faraway friends. Um, those kinds of things, folks, are part of, make the, that part of your health routine. Um, sometimes maybe it's as important as making sure that you make it to your book club or your yoga class. Um, nourishing these t- connections will help ground you. Um, it will help ground you when life throws you all of those transitions, which life will throw you those transitions. And um, you know, most of the women that I was researching who are flourishing in their sixties and beyond were those who had committed to t- intentional time with others, whether it be with a spouse, a church group, a, like I said, a book club, your tribe, um, a couple close friends. Um, sure, they made time to be alone, but they also made just as just as important they made time for important connections in their life any time in my life in the past where i have maybe been maybe been going through a hard time um and you think to yourself i just want to be alone and then that friend reaches out to you and you make that connection and you spend that time with somebody 
what it's done for my mental health is amazing. Yes. Yes. And you might not realize it, but I just told you. And the science tells you it mm-hmm. health too. Most certainly helps your physical health. Um, the next little life lesson um, that that I jotted down is um, go- not to take your good health for granted. And although it may seem not likely when we're young, we may not think about it much in our 20s and 30s. Um, it it is a fact. Um, our health can turn in an instant. Um, it it's it can be hard not to think we're going to feel exactly as we feel right now. I have the strength and resilience and the energy, you know, to continue through our days without aches and pains or, or worse. But, um, the idea that that is going to last is false. We are aging. We are mortals. It's absolutely false that, that, that will be sustained forever. I mean, we want to sustain that as long as possible, but our, our health will deteriorate. It is just a fact. And so while we're healthy and, and spry and have energy, um, we, we need to embrace that and we need to, to, to be grateful for it. Um, next, Listen to your inner voice or what Glennon Doyle calls your knowing. And then I've kind of adopted that from her because that is what I call it as well. Your knowing. And it's your gut. Listen to your gut. And I learned in my own therapy that um, that, it, that knowing, that gut instinct is, is about 85% of the time, right? If something feels off, if something feels wrong... Um, it usually is. And listen to it. It knows of what it speaks. It does. And as we get older, I think it's even stronger um, because we've we've gone through it before and we've, we've, we've felt it and we either listened or we haven't listened and we've learned through each of those experiences. And so, you know, when in doubt, if you're feeling that, don't. When in doubt, don't. Just don't. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> okay, Forrest, and that's all I have to say about that. There you go. Um, the next thing I want to bring up is um, actions. Our actions have consequences. Some people call it karma. Um, others, if you're not a big karma person, you can cite physics. To every action, there is a reaction. But um, it is a good reminder, that golden rule that we teach our children to treat others the way you want to be treated, take that long and far into into ageism, into into growing older, because that that is just something that actions, how you treat people, your decisions, your, your actions have consequences. Um, next admit when you're wrong, if necessary and apologize. So in other words, don't be too proud. Um, experiences make us wiser. 
and more humble. And usually because we've made mistakes in the past and know better than usually because we've made those mistakes and then we in turn then know better, we do not tend to repeat the bad behavior. But when we make a mistake, own it, own it. And that's harder to do in our youth. But as we get older, I hope, and if, if it is something that is hard for you, try it. Try owning it. Owning it and facing it, apologizing for it, and moving forward. I One of the um, gentlemen that I worked with early on in my career, he, so in our industry, in, in the financial industry, you work with numbers and you're going to make mistakes a lot. It's, it's going to happen. We're human, right? We're not robots and even robots make mistakes. But um, so often when we would make mistakes, just like Heather said, right? Don't want to admit it, maybe hiding the fact that you made a mistake. But his caveat when it came to mistakes in the workplace, which are going to happen, he, he was a three-prong approach to mistakes and errors made. Number one, you fess up. Number two, you fix it. And number three, you move on. Ooh, that's good. You fess up, you fix it, and you move on. Beautiful wisdom. Love it. Beautiful wisdom from the accounting world. Mm-hmm. My gosh, I don't think that those words have ever yeah. been said. <laughs> Okay, next, and I, I want to say number five, but I might be on number six. I'm not really counting, but um, I just have I'm not to either. Go. I'm just getting yeah. into this. Yeah, uh, be flexible. So the okay, I I say this all the time in my own work, but the only thing constant is change, and that is a tired old adage. Um, but for better or worse, it is true. Change is the fabric of life, and with its existence. Um, in each joyful moment and each painful event, change is present. Um, and on a positive note, change by definition can be, and usually is the symbol of progression, but it also can, you know, be that, you know, that painful process between the old and the new, um, It can be the catalyst that reminds us that we have to move on from a situation, however good or bad it may be. And it can feel good and it can feel bad. But the fact remains, nothing remains the same. And the sooner that we accept that and expect it, because it just is, the further along we are. Um, next, uh, the, the whole idea of this won't have any importance a year from now, um, which is really pretty true. Um, the, the, if, if you're saying about a situation, oh my goodness, I just died of humiliation or, you know, I do not know how I am ever going to get over this. You know, my life feels over, um, 
you know, I guess in one sense, why shouldn't we have to deal with those cringeworthy moments that kind of make us stop in our tracks and wish that we could crawl into the nearest hole um, and or be invisible? Um, th- those kind of moments, they can often teach us the lessons in life that make us stronger and wiser as we age. But more my point and more importantly in the same vein is whatever that situation is whatever occurred whatever you regret it likely won't have any importance a year from now absolutely not so just remember that um and the last thing i have is it could all end tomorrow so make sure you enjoy today um we all hear the expression life is short and we I think we all know it's true Um, and now of course we all know that short is a relative term but in the larger scheme of things the average human life expectancy is minuscule compared to to just the vastness of the universe Um, and so in other words make hay while the sun shines Look at you with all your old ass. Yeah, make hay while the sun shines. Those who have seen the fragility of existence will tell you the same. To enjoy it while you can. That's what I have. And uh, just those were the favorite, some of my favorite things that I took away from from listening and reading and paying attention um, to to the wise women who have come before me. So I feel like a broken record because I am <laughs> 99% sure. And I, I take that back. I'm 99.9% sure that in every podcast episode we've ever done, I mention at least once, how Heather and I don't plan these shows together. This is a very organic planning where we plan our episodes separately and we come together and we kind of show our cards to each other and um, take it from there because that that's the whole premise of the podcast, right? Like this isn't, this isn't scripted. This is just, you know, we're going to yeah. get together and have a round table discussion. It boggles my mind how every damn episode we come to the table with something different. Oh, and, and you today, have different lessons. I love it. So, so today Heather and I come together and for the first time ever, we had the same outline. We had the same yeah, outline, right? Did. Because yeah, we, we did. did. We're like, well, these are the, because, I mean, it was kind of a basic outline for the episode in general, but we're like, you know, this is our outline. This is what we're going to do. And so we decided that Heather was going to lead off the episode. And then, you know, I'm looking through my lessons to see if completely every single one different, not, not the same, not a one. I love it. (laughs) I just, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking to myself, no effing way. There's no way. Yes. Every single one was different. Now, what I love though, is some are intertwined. Yes. So, um, before I start off sharing mine, two things that I just wanted to kind of touch on. So when we talk about the women that have gone before us, right. And we're talking about coming into middle age, 
the only different approach that I took with this was when, as you come into middle age, you are wiser without, I mean, if, if you're lucky, right? I mean, some people go through life dumb. I, I'm they, sorry. That's, that's, that is true. It's that. naked truth. People, some people just go through life dumb and they're, when I say dumb, they don't have the capacity to yes. go deeper or desire or they don't Correct. want to. Yep. Right. And, um, uh, ignorance. That's a whole different season right there. <laughs> That's a whole season. Ignorance can but... be genetic or chosen. You can choose not to change and you yes. can choose not to learn. But as you come into middle age, I feel that it's the natural progression to want to learn and to want to, um, improve and grow. Mm -hmm. Um, so when we talk about learning from the women that have gone before us, I broadened that out a little bit because as you come into middle age and you're willing to learn, women that have gone before you aren't necessarily women that are older than you. They may be women that have gone before you into a certain season. Um, for example, I am not in my season of dying yet. Right. Hopefully, I mean... Who, who knows what the day would bring, but, um, but I have lost people that are younger than me Yes, to illness. So they have entered their season of passing. People that are younger than me have gone before me into different life lessons, into different trials, into different tribulations, and we can learn from all of them. And um, now granted, most of the women that you're going to learn from are I, I would say older than you just because that's where the crux of knowledge is, right? Mm -hmm. Are in those, you know, in that sweet, sweet age of like 40 to 60 or 40 to 70. But, um, so I tried to, I tried to kind of look at it with a broader brush, but when Heather had talked about, um, mistakes, like owning up to your mistakes, what I feel is a very important part of that is not only learning from your mistakes, but helping others learn from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. And what I have found in my life is that maybe, maybe not necessarily mistakes I've made, but things I've gone through, when you are handed the ability or given the opportunity to help someone else, you, you can learn a lot from that other person as well from, from passing down that knowledge. Um, that was just, I guess we had one that was kind of similar, but not really the same. Um, so some of the lessons that I, um, wrote down, um, the first one is to give more. And what I have learned from a lot of my older family members and older friends. I'm very fortunate in that. I mean, I'm very fortunate in that I've been surrounded by an amazing tribe of women period throughout my life. But, um, in this specific season of my life where I'm at right now, the, the older women in my tribe are just so generous and they with that generosity comes the, um, like they draw you in with their generosity. 
And it makes me want to be a more generous person. And when we talk about that whole, you know, connection and the mental health Mm -hmm. benefits of it, I'm here to tell you, you want to make a connection with people, be generous, be giving, be open with your heart, with your, with your life lessons, with your energy. It, it, I, I mean, I can't even put into words what That's a beautiful message. I love that. What others have, like, I just think for family members that are always inviting me into their home and, um, you know, for visits and the connections that I've made with them and they have lifted me up in seasons of life when I've needed it. It just, that making those connections is so vitally important to us, especially the older that we get. Um, uh, but yes, just being generous. That is something that I have really been trying to improve upon and work on. Um, I have also noticed, <laughs> and I'm that that uh, the older I get, and um, as my friend circle has aged as well, there seems to be. I'm trying to think of how I can word this to make it like a ha ha tee instead of a bird. I don't know what you're going to say here. This is, it feels like you're about to share a secret. <laughs> you, you tend to have a lot less drama llamas uh, later, uh, later in life and get rid of them. Yes. Yes. And the drama was are everywhere, but you, yeah, you, you have a, you have a lower tolerance for drama llamas later in life. Yeah. And um, that's something that I have learned from uh from the more mature women mm-hmm. in my tribe as well that um there's just no use for it no at, at all um at all but it kind of piggybacking off of that as well um sometimes drama can be created in our lives from unresolved conflicts and forgiveness starts to look a lot more appealing as you age Mm -hmm. because the burdens of all of the past hurts and grudges that we carry with us, it's just not worth it anymore. It's just not. Um, So I I think that organically in your life, you're going to find that you have less drama when you, when you start to forgive more. Mm -hmm. Um. There are, I I had like three lessons listed, but when I was trying to make notes about what I wanted to expand upon on each one, they all kind of go together. So the three that I feel are a trifecta of um, a lesson are that the older you get, freer you get and to understand that you have a purpose and that it's never too late to try something new because how often in life do maybe we have a dream or a goal or a passion that we've always wanted to try but we've always been afraid of what other people would think if we tried it but we've always felt that fire of passion 
and purpose within mm-hmm. us when we think about it. So that, that's why I call it the trifecta because you get to a certain age and that passion hasn't gone away, but you don't give a shit what other people think about you. And it's never too late to make that passion and that purpose and that dream a reality. And those are mine. Fantastic. I feel like this whole podcast, I feel like I want to record it and listen to it every day. It's like a whole pocket (laughs) of wisdom. This is one, folks, for a re-listening or taking some notes. And This was a sleeper episode. I didn't think I was going to love this one as much as I did. Right, right. All right, folks, we, um, you heard it here, and we've got one more episode in this season. We'll be bringing you next week. And until then, we wish you a fantastic week. And remember that we're real, we're live, and we're women. Listeners, thank you so very much for listening to The Naked Truth. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new episode notifications, as well as updates and random pieces of positivity to brighten your day. That's the Naked Truth Podcast on Facebook and at the Naked Truth Pod on Instagram. And shout out to Ewart Williams for our epic theme song and Michaela Shope for our top-notch cover art.